Welcome back to another episode of Call to Marriage. I'm Marcia. And I'm Thomas. You're welcome. (laughs) So today we are going to talk about eating in China. What has been our experience or what have been our experiences eating in China? How do we survive? What's the food like here? (laughs) Yep. Uh, Before we... Let's start with a scripture. Yep. Um... I'm just going to give the whole scripture, including everything surrounding, but I'm sure you'll get the point at the end. 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10, starting from verse 23. Mm-hmm. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own, but each other's well-being. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market, asking no questions for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. If any of those who do not believe invite, invites you to dinner and you desire to go, eat whatever is set before you, asking no question for conscience sake. But if anyone says to you, this was offered to idols, do not eat it for the sake of the one who told you and for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. Conscience, I say, not your own, but that of the other. For why is my liberty judged by another man's conscience? For why is my liberty judged by another man's conscience? But if I partake with thanks, why am I evil spoken of for the food over which I give thanks? Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God, just as I also please men in all things, not seeking my own profit but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Amen. Amen. That's from twenty, verse 23, 1 Corinthians 10, from verse 23 all the way down to the end of the chapter, verse 33. What have you to say, my love? Um, the word that comes to my mind is discretion. Discretion. It's not always about right or wrong. It's not always about whose tradition or culture or practice is right or wrong. It's about also considering others. It's about exercising discretion, yeah, in the things we do, like in eating. Mm. Yeah, because different people eat different things mm-hmm. as as it pleases them. So two foreigners <laughs> from two continents being in China, we, we, we've really found that a lot, that we see Chinese food or Chinese people eating certain foods that we would never eat. I wouldn't even try some of the foods they eat here. And then some <laughs> of the foods they eat, I gladly eat too, but it's not really about whose food is the best or as a Christian, refraining from certain foods or not. It's just about exercising discretion or using my conscience not judging them or anyone for what they eat and not also being judged for even trying some of the foods i had never eaten before coming here so i'm not really bound but i think it's all about the liberty that we enjoy in christ Mm. where we are not we are not enslaved by anything including the things we eat i can try any chinese food that you can never find in africa it's okay i'm still a christian I may also decide I won't eat this Chinese food. And that's also okay. Yeah. So just staying in that liberty and not um not exalting 
things, perishable things like food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I don't think we've ever had an experience where somebody has offered our food to idols or prayed over our food to some strange god. <laughs> yeah, certainly not. <laughs> More often than not, when people care to pray over their food, they actually are praying to God, the same God that we serve, the Christian yeah. You know, God of the whole universe <laughs> and to some false gods. So ah, that's never happened. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's not even usual to find Chinese people praying over their food. Yeah. So it's only going to happen when they're Christians, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess, I suppose. In my experience, even in, in or outside of China, now that I, I mean, just reflecting on this, nobody has ever tried to offer food to idols to my knowledge anyway because obviously if i knew i would need it according to this scripture but <laughs> that hasn't happened to me more often than not people just start eating without thinking about it yeah or maybe they pray over their own food if they're of a different religion like i could be praying with someone who's yeah of a different religion and they but that's that's also never happened you know like someone of a different religion takes the time to pray over their food it happens to me with other christians Maybe they pray over their food personally if we didn't already pray collectively. Mm. Okay, anyway, I'm rambling, but uh, give thanks for food. Yes. Whatever yes. is sold in the meat market, ask no questions for conscience sake, for the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. Truly, because God only knows what they do to some of the stuff in the meat market here. <laughs> There's this coronavirus going around. Oh, yeah, I was just going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and the, they're saying that it started at a, a seafood market, which also was selling meat. And, yeah, in Wuhan. Yeah, in Wuhan. And who knows where that virus came from or whatever. But They sell wild animals there. Mm-hmm. Reptiles and... As well as the cats, seafood. No, so it's yeah, like a mixture seafood. of things and it's probably not very sanitary, but... At the mm -hmm. same time, we're kind of used to that because if you've ever been to a meat market or any of those kind of markets around China, they're all kind of the same. So even when we eat at the ones here that don't have coronavirus, there's, you know, a hazard, I think. There's a risk. So yeah, always pray over your food. Eating meat just predisposes any meat eater to anything that would be on the meat. Sure. Just yeah. well cook your meat. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure it's well cooked, but we've never been sick from meat that we've bought and cooked ourselves. Yeah. So eating in China, speaking of being sick, because that's, <laughs> that's definitely a part of my early memories of eating in China. <laughs> I want to ask about your, your early memories, like your first memories or earliest memories of eating when you first arrived to China, when you didn't even know how to shop for your own food to cook and you were at the mercy of Chinese restaurants. And yeah. also you were probably excited to try Something from not the restaurant. Really. Oh, well. <laughs> so tell us, <laughs> tell us. Honest, not really. <laughs> um, my, my first experience with Chinese food was in my school's canteen. Mm. So in the few days after I arrived in China, I didn't cook. I had to eat outside. And you know where my school is. It's far from everything. There's no Western restaurant. There's no fast food nearby. So... Um, I went with some of my friends. Some of them had been here a few days before me, so they were like, oh, we've been here, we've tried it out. Tato, to be specific. <laughs> he drove me on to eat something I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> so 
he was like it's and he tattoo eats anything <laughs> <laughs> so this guy i'm talking about whether it's chinese whether it's whatever he eats anything mm. he's from lesotho so he just you know pointed some food it was supposed to be curry rice i don't know but it was made with curry mm. so it looked yellowish and i thought it was going to be my safe choice like i'm going to skip all the other things here i'll just go for rice and that's it and boy it was salty it was i felt like i was eating spices and <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't finish eating it <laughs> and it made me a little bit hesitant to try again but mm. with time with time so i immediately started cooking i think two days or three after i arrived here after that experience i went to walmart got myself a rice cooker got some other things and the following day i was cooking <laughs> i was like i won't be a part of this and over time i i found certain foods that i like like dumplings fried dumplings or roasted dumplings um from my school's canteen and some soups yeah here and there but even even till up to till this day i don't eat certain foods like i i just pass by i i know i i can't i won't eat this I go straight to the the ones that I'm used to like the dumplings and literally uh, <laughs> just what was that yesterday or the day before someone uh oh, yeah. the, the lady in our building brought us some gifts for Chinese New Year some dumplings and some fruit and stuff and there were two kinds of dumplings but I didn't pay attention I just threw some into the steamer to steam them and they turned out to be like i don't know what kind of green vegetables it's usually the same i don't but i haven't learned the name it was like egg and some green vegetable and god only knows what was inside but thomas <laughs> was like no i won't be eating this <laughs> yeah he's very good at that like he can look at something and know if he wants to eat it or not and i think actually think it's good even though sometimes i find it Annoying is a strong word, but I'm more risky or adventurous with my food choices. So sometimes if I want to eat together with him, I feel like I wish we could eat exactly mm, the same. Share the same food. Yeah, but there are things he's just totally unwilling to try, but I also feel like it's it's a good instinctive kind of thing like your body knows like you yeah, know was, what, what's good for your that. body what what fuels your yeah. body and what might make your body sick yeah so it's it's a good thing i think you know sometimes i really want to try certain foods but immediately it touches my tongue i know that no i there's no way i should eat this food into my body and i stop eating it even though at first glance i i thought to myself oh i could try this mm. so i get all these impulses and responses from my body sometimes from my tongue sometimes from my teeth mm-hmm. sometimes certain foods they go right into my mouth and my teeth become Rejected. yeah it rejects it and then as much as i would like to try or maybe it's even tasty i won't eat it because i can't even bite into it so what's the use and it's happened to me after meeting him that my teeth also reject certain things <laughs> i i never paid attention to how my teeth felt after eating chocolate or a certain sweets or certain foods and i found my teeth telling me no like <laughs> to certain normal. things 
I just didn't even notice. I had no awareness of any feelings in my teeth except for like the typicals, like if you eat something very cold, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, your teeth hurt. But other than that, I never really noticed anything. But now, like if I eat certain kinds of chocolate or certain kinds of sugary foods or certain kinds of food in general, then my teeth also talk to me. So <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. So, okay. My, first experience i don't remember it but i know early on that my um the the couple who brought me here who helped me to get the job my first job in china they were so helpful they told me everything and i felt well guided so i think i remember eating with them oh yeah i remember eating with them and my mom was around my little sister was around they came with me to drop me off to china And I remember that the food was just so, so, and my mom wasn't that <laughs> impressed. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do remember that, but I was still willing to try things. I can't remember at what point I, st I started cooking and what, whether I cooked more than I ate out. I feel like I did because I don't remember <laughs> eating in the dining hall that much, but. The dining hall was super cheap <laughs> and I could have eaten there every It's day. It would have been cheap cheaper there, than yeah. cooking. No, like really cheap. For the teachers, they had this like super low It's price. It's really, really cheap. I don't even know yeah. how cheap I should say, say cheap. To the point where you question maybe like really <laughs> is it real food? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a dollar for a meal. <laughs> really cheap. Yeah. But so yeah, I don't know what I was eating at that time. I, I just don't remember. But <laughs> I ha I remember a distinct experience. My students liked to ask me out to eat and stuff. And my friends had warned me that certain places, especially street food, will make you sick. And so one of my one of my students told me, you know, do you want to let's go out to so and so area and try all the street food? And I knew that I would get sick. I remember her name, Robin. <laughs> I have pictures of that <laughs> from name. Old school? From my old phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew that I could get sick and I probably would get sick, but I just accepted because I wanted to have the experience and I just thought it was worth a try. <laughs> so we went out to the street food and we tried all this street food and it was a cool experience. <laughs> I actually had fun. And then I paid for it. <laughs> I paid for it the next few days. I had the runs. I had diarrhea. <laughs> I was just on the toilet. My butt was on fire. My head was aching. <laughs> my stomach was bubbling. <laughs> I definitely... Street food? Not me. I've never tried it. Yeah. After that experience, I was still willing to eat. I've eaten at some grungy places that probably I shouldn't have trusted. But I've never eaten street food again after that. Yeah. It, because I knew that it would make me sick even at that time. But I just wanted to have an experience. And it was a one-time experience. Never again. <laughs> so you do have to be careful where you eat. You shouldn't eat everywhere. You can eat at some some of the small restaurants. But not some of them. If it, If you look, if you're mind or whatever like thomas's instinct we all kind of have it you have this instinctive thing when you go into a restaurant if it's looking fishy mm -hmm. just pass on it but yeah. there are some small you know restaurants which like don't make you sick and stuff like that and they actually have good food so we, you, it's good to get recommendations if you can <laughs> anyway so 
what kinds of foods, how do we order, stuff like that. What do you think? Mm. Okay, first I'll talk about how we order. So <laughs> a lot of the Chinese food we eat, it's better if we eat with either someone who's been here a while, whose Chinese is good, who's a foreigner, or a local person. So, because a lot of the menus will just have only Chinese characters and no pictures and stuff like that. And you'll have no clue how to order or what to order. So, but there are places with pictures and that helps us to um, be able to order or order based on pictures. Some places also have English translations, but the English translations, boy, <laughs> I remember when we were dating and we would go to restaurants, I, we took pictures of the things. It would say like, I don't know. I don't remember what some Uncles, of the things were. Something. Yeah. Uncles. I, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I wish it could, we could give you some funny And sometimes you would find five different set of meals saying the same thing yes and it's like what <laughs> is the difference i hear there are like all kinds of varieties of tofu all kinds of varieties of mushrooms so it's hard sometimes it'll say like fungus and you're like what <laughs> and some of the things are translated to some weird like scientific terms you just have no idea what they are so yeah english translation not that reliable even the pictures sometimes are not reliable but sometimes you just oh, have yeah. to take a chance you like, hardly get exactly <laughs> what you see yeah but among the Chinese food that we've had, the things that I really like are, I actually really do like a lot of the tofu dishes. Obviously, some of the tofu is gross. They have stinky tofu, which I've to this day never tried, never would. Um, but I never was much of a tofu eater in the States. And I actually really learned to like tofu in China because there are so mm. many different kinds of tofu here. And some of it really is tasty, in my opinion. So some tofu dishes I like. Uh, some safe choices, like a kind of like a gravy stew with beef and potato. That's always a safe choice with just like a side of white rice. Um, fried rice, to be honest, I feel like I might like fried rice better home than here because fried rice isn't even all that common like that here, yeah. but we still do get it. We know where we can get fried rice and it's okay. It's a safe choice when we just want something cheap and quick, but. Fried rice is so, so hot pot is probably one of my favorite things because with hot pot, you can choose what you want and then put it into the broth and cook it down. And there are all like like I was saying, all the different kinds of tofu. So you can pick tofu and cook it. You can pick all different kinds of mushrooms, which I also love mushrooms and cook it. There are vegetables, which is good. It makes it also balanced and healthy that you can pick lots of vegetables and put. But then there's also the meat, of course, which is like the best part. <laughs> and so you can not take really meat a in. huge fan of tofu, by the way. Yeah, Thomas is not, but he does like hot pot because there's so much to choose from that you can put into it that I feel like it's hard not to like it. You must, you can find any, something that you like oh, yeah. and then cook it in, yeah, into the broth. So yeah, it's a good choice. We haven't been to hot pot this season. I'm sad. It's not too late though. Maybe next week we can go or sometime, maybe when Stella comes, we can go. But um, yeah, what foods have you enjoyed? And also what foods have you not liked? Mm. I hot pot first of all. You like I think my, hot pot. Yeah, but hot pot isn't any kind of food. It just it depends on what you make it, right? What you put in into the hot pot. Mm -hmm. So I just that I, I like that whole concept where mm -hmm. you can pick and choose and put stuff in it and watching it cook. You eat fish balls though, which is something 
weird, which maybe we don't have in our home countries, but yeah. they, they taste good. Yeah, they taste mm-hmm. good. I think I like jiaozi. Mm-hmm. Um, um, dumplings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. If the stuffing, or when the stuffing is good. I don't if like... it's meat. <laughs> no, no, even if it's corn. Oh, yeah, corn or mushroom. Yeah, yeah, or mushroom, but I don't like some of the leaves they put in them, so mm-hmm. I always try to avoid the ones with only vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be my favorite. Yeah. What yeah. don't you like? Can you remember? Um, to be honest, I don't like tofu. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I also don't like the salty or salted eggs. Ew, yeah. <laughs> salted eggs, duck eggs, uh, what do they call them? Century eggs, all yeah. those weird eggs. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe what else? They're strange. <laughs> but tea eggs um, are good. They're just like boiled eggs, normal, normal boiled eggs, but they might boil them in so, like a spice spicy broth or something and they have mm-hmm. a way that when mm-hmm. they boil it the the flavor infuses into the egg the, that's good safe yeah <laughs> um what, what, what else don't i like mm. and just in general i i just like to avoid um oily foods because yeah. it leaves <laughs> it leaves my throat not feeling good yes there's this thing that happens around here with the chinese food after eating a lot of Chinese food, you have this feeling like, <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> like you're always clearing your throat. Yep. You have this feeling like your throat is just um, covered with oil or something. And then, I don't know, your your airway doesn't feel clear. So that's a disadvantage. A lot of the foods here are oily, very oily. And yeah, so that's tough. Um, but some of the other things I like, like liang cai is not oily. And I think, but that's a general name. I think it just means cold vegetables. So I don't know if that's actually the name of the meal or of the dish that I'm talking about. Liang but there's cai. a particular dish. Yeah. It's like a, it's a cold salad. It has like liang cucumbers, carrots cold, and cold veg, vegetable or salad. Yeah. Right. But I don't, I don't know if, if I say that, if a person who knows Chinese food would know which one I'm talking about, cause they have a lot of different kinds of cold salads here, but. Uh, the one I'm talking about is like has a lot of shredded vegetables and it tastes good to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And something I don't like mm-hmm. is malatang. <laughs> oh, I, have, oh, I have never tried that. But I'm sure you've had things. I know that you've had things with that. The whole point is not really about the malatang, like, because I can eat oh, some that of it. Numbing but pepper? It's the numbing pepper, the Chinese numbing pepper corns. Yeah, yeah I don't like that at all all i can't stand it. it's one of the things one of the first things i tried in china that i didn't like and one of the things i kept trying to run away from but kept finding myself <laughs> like finding in the dishes and stuff because other people really like it so a lot of the dishes will have that numbing pepper and ugh, i don't like it <laughs> yeah so that's something i don't like anything else we don't like or that we like Maybe no. Maybe not some specific foods, but just 
obviously we don't need snakes we don't need frogs there are other foods here that people eat that we don't you know eat. What? i wouldn't dark meat i'm like, not opposed i'm not 100 opposed to trying some of those oh, weird yeah? things yeah but the thing is in china how are the things prepared that wow. sometimes makes me wary of how of you know being willing to try certain things because if it's not prepared well it's like tripe i love tripe tripe is something customary in in my culture to eat and but if it's well cleaned and everything then i can really enjoy it but tripe if wow. it's not well cleaned is nasty like that's it has the smell that's, to that's, it and that's everything that's the real deal about food that's the whole thing about it <laughs> yeah that's about how it's prepared but yeah so for that reason there are a lot of things we probably wouldn't try we've seen yeah. dog for sale at the markets but we haven't tried it and mm-hmm. probably would never try it snakes yeah but there are a Frogs. lot of things that there are more things than i've mentioned which i actually really liked but i don't know the names of the things like <laughs> sometimes i have to take pictures of things so that if i want to you know have a similar dish or if i go back to that restaurant so i can show them by pictures you because i like wouldn't even soups. know how to reorder it like chinese soups mm-hmm, like what do you mean like what we had with um phil amber and jeff oh i didn't drink that but you guys no but it. i didn't really like the only soup i like really is hot pot the reason i liked it is because it had a tofu in it that i liked and the broth when i sometimes when i compliment things it's like relative to what I know, you know, like <laughs> it, based on everything that was at the table, you know, like that was pretty good. And it was good enough for me to eat and good enough for me to, I don't know, to compliment, I guess. But it wasn't <laughs> still maybe something that I would go out of my way to order. If we went there again, maybe I would order it again, but I, I wouldn't go out of my way to eat it. I wouldn't go there for it, you know, yeah. to have it again, something like that. Yeah, I, I, I understand you. Anyway, we're on a tangent. The other question I was going to ask, and maybe the last one I have, I'm not sure. Basically, now that we've had an, our experience with all these Chinese foods, and we also are accustomed to the market now, how to shop. There's Walmart here. There are grocery stores here. The little markets we also know. We buy our eggs at the local little markets and stuff like that. So we have a good sense of how things work in, in terms of buying food and making food as well. So we have options. We can go out to eat. We can stay home and cook. How do we how do we eat now, having lived here for over three years? You know, what's our diet here in China? Mm, I think we cook a lot here. Yeah, we, we do a lot of cooking here. Um, in terms of eating outside, we go to the Indian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I like Indian food. Yeah. Yeah. We go to the Indian restaurants and we foreign also food restaurants in general. Yeah, go to Papa John's mm-hmm. and yeah, even Burger King. Like I wasn't oh, really yeah. eating a lot of Burger McDonald's King. and Burger King before coming to China. Uh, I I wouldn't say I didn't eat fast food. I did eat fast food now and then, but you know, and there's more variety in in fast food in America. But here, it's basically Burger King. <laughs> mcdonald's so i found myself eating fast food more in china in kfc because it's sometimes you just want you crave something not chinese (laughs) and it hits the spot so Mm -hmm. yeah we do eat junk food junk western food or whatever but yeah Yeah, but i think generally we eat well Mm -hmm. we eat a lot 
at home we um we cook even cooking yeah, yeah I, I think this whole week today's friday this whole week we didn't eat out we had tea but we didn't eat at a yeah. restaurant this week yeah our default is to just eat at home there are times when we eat outside but those are like here and there once a week or yeah, once every two weeks. Generally, we eat at home and we expect ourselves to also eat at home. <laughs> so mm. eating out is like the unconventional way for us. Yeah. It's when I don't know what to cook or when we have a craving for something that's difficult for me to cook, like Indian food. Or when we're meeting friends. Or when we're meeting like friends. We like to also eat outside. Yeah. A lot of times we'll take that as an opportunity to eat out. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So what do we eat at home? <laughs> um, well, you just made jollof rice. <laughs> My yeah, first time. I should say second time good. now because I you made it twice. It back back. Yeah. And both times were good and both yeah. times tasted different, but they tasted good. I'm proud of myself, guys. I officially know how to make jollof rice. Yes, you do. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that and I cook sometimes too. I cook soups like peanut butter soup and um goshi stew i find it strange when when you say peanut butter or when people say peanut butter soup even though it obviously makes sense but i'm so used to hearing groundnut soup now oh groundnut soup yeah yeah but no it's right for, especially for an american they wouldn't even know what groundnut is it's peanut yeah. peanut butter soup yeah that's right um we eat potatoes we eat, we've been eating a lot of vegetables lately You've been making salads on the side. Yeah, shout out to Doris. You know, she makes really good salads and she made me want to try harder <laughs> learning to make yeah. salads. It's a little hard here because we don't have great dressings. You can find Thousand Island. You can find some certain ones. I never liked Thousand Island dressing though. There's one here, like a sesame dressing that's actually pretty good and we often buy it. Yeah. And then I tried making, but it's always better when Doris makes it because she gets good quality <laughs> um, ingredients. Yeah, balsamic vinegar and stuff like that, I don't, and spices. I don't. I tried, but I got to keep practicing on the dressings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so we eat rice, a lot of rice and meat, rice and chicken, rice and whatever. Mostly chicken. We don't eat a lot of beef here. Beef is expensive. And even different cuts of pork I don't often buy because I don't really know how to prepare it and it's expensive. So I deal with a lot of ground pork, which also got more expensive recently. But yeah. anyway, for I do deal with a lot of ground meat. I make shepherd's pie, like standard shepherd's pie. With, oh, yeah. Pasta. Um, yeah. And in the like Mexican shepherd's pie. And then, and so to speak. <laughs> and I've been, been baking, baking a lot lately. Yeah. I, I told Banana myself. cake. The snacks here are not um, too Cookies, good, like the processed brownies. snacks. So I told myself that I would try to bake more and not buy snacks outside. So that has been good for us. Thank you, babe, for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. And yeah, vegetables, sweet potato fries, you know, potatoes. Yeah, anyway, that's our diet here. Yeah. <laughs> okay that's so that's our food life in china you know mm -hmm. it's, it's oh you know we also eat we go to metro what things do we get from metro cheese <laughs> 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 metro is just a like a foreign 
import. It's like an import it's an store, import store, grocery store, store or whatever. Style. Yeah, and cheese is not something Chinese people mm, eat that much, except for at Western restaurants like Papa John's and stuff. But they don't really buy cheese like that. I feel like all the cheese that's at the store is exclusively for the foreigners who live in that city. So, like, yeah. as foreign as the foreigner population has increased in this city, mm-hmm. so have the import mm-hmm. imported goods such as cheese, um, butter, butter, um, yeah. What else? I mean, whatever's yeah, on sale over there, it's bread. expensive, so we don't get that much there. But whatever we get can get for a reasonable price. Slash whatever I'm desperate to get that. <laughs> that I can only get there, such as cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But nowadays you can get cheese at Walmart for a reasonable price too, but the variety at Metro is um, better. Actually, I find it, I don't know, I didn't pay that much attention home because I wasn't cooking as much at home, but I find the variety here at Metro in particular even better than home as i remember it because it's a european store so i feel like they have a good they have good choices <laughs> of cheese and whatever different things the wine section we don't buy wine but the wine section is very big <laughs> yeah and um, don't you miss the farmer's market in china yeah yeah i definitely do yeah the farmer's market was bomb actually like the farmer's market was good but we where we live now we don't have one around us yeah we're close to the city center now yeah so we just buy from walmart from the local little markets and from metro yeah it's very we'd have to go out of our way to go to the outdoor markets yeah Yeah. it was really good it was and it was a fun experience not (laughs) only you know were the fruits and vegetables cheaper but it was just a nice experience to go there and, you know, kind of interact with all the Chinese people there, yeah. all the farmers and stuff and whatever, the local people. <laughs> oh, eating at people's houses. That's another thing, too. Oh, yeah. We have a great community here. More often than not, when we've eaten at a Chinese person's house, it's been okay not like there's not as much risk as eating at a restaurant oh at, yeah it's eating at a restaurant yeah quality food yeah you'd hardly find anywhere yeah so most eating chinese food eating experiences at a local person's house have been pretty good and then we eat at foreigners houses that's also been a good experience i feel like i've eaten more from the hands of foreigners or of strangers here in China than in America almost. In the sense that in America, I ate at other people's houses, but mostly other family members. Because we all, you know, I had a, I have a lot of family homes. So mm-hmm. I can, we eat at each other's houses and stuff like that. But here, I don't have any family. Anyone's house who I eat at would be someone who's, they're not strangers anymore. But, you yeah. know, not a family member. And so I've been exposed to different ways that people cook, that families that parents feed their families and stuff like that. And that that has been nice for us, I think. Yeah. I've learned a lot eating at other people's tables. Yeah, the mothers here are really industrious. And most of the they mothers really are. Um, we have in our circle, uh, they're basically, you know, just super women. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. They, yeah, they're homeschooling their kids. They're cooking all kinds of foods. They do everything from scratch. Yeah. bake things, make their own things, make their own yogurts, do a lot of things. Mm. That's another thing, side note in China, by the way. Like, you know, in America, it's easy. You can get a, a 
brownie mix for like a dollar <laughs> and you can get all kinds of things to make cooking more convenient. But here, a lot of things you have to cook from scratch. I just made brownies from scratch the other day. You make cakes from scratch, like uh, non. I used to, there was a kind of non I remember I used to buy from time to time in America. You can't buy non here, even though there are Indian restaurants. Maybe I can just buy from there, but because it's a restaurant, it's expensive. At the grocery store, you can't find. I make non from scratch. The other families, they make bread from scratch because the bread here is not that great. They they yeah. make whole wheat bread from scratch. So, yeah, you learn to make the things that you, you know, like to eat that maybe you wouldn't easily find here because the culture is different. Food culture is different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you when you imagine us living in the States, what what do you see Chinese about how we're going to live our lives in the U.S. What, what are you going to bring with you? You didn't even bring up chopsticks. <laughs> I will always probably keep chopsticks. In the, I'm not sure. It's but I part think, of us. I think I enjoy, so. I genuinely enjoy using chopsticks to eat certain foods. So, yeah. I Maybe I'll be keeping... It depends because I also kind of want to be minimalistic. So, I'm not sure. But I, I probably will keep a pair of chopsticks in the house when we go home. I will be like, I use tomato, like canned tomato from time to time, but the majority of the tomato that I eat is like we make tomato based stuff from scratch. Like if I'm making pasta, I make the tomato sauce from scratch. Yeah. So I've, because I've had to be industrious to use that word, even though I'm, I wouldn't put myself in the category of those amazing moms, but, um, I, I want to take that industriousness with me back home, learning to use different things to make my meals work because things are not that convenient here as they are home. Mm -hmm. Although I do want to embrace some of the convenience of home too. But um, anyway, uh, Chinese food here is way different. So I find that like Thomas had his first American Chinese food experience. And I remember you didn't even like it that much. No, nah, I didn't like it. Yeah. It didn't taste Chinese to me. It definitely wasn't. And <laughs> Chinese food, like authentic Chinese food, is very different from like American Chinese food. Mm. So that's something. When we go home, there are certain Chinese foods that I will miss. And if I have a chance to go to a Chinese food restaurant, I would probably prefer to go somewhere more authentic where I might hopefully be able to experience some of these dishes again. I don't know if I'll be able to because I don't even remember the names of some of them, for one. <laughs> and for two, I don't know if they have those kind of foods in America. But yeah, yeah, that's something that I'll take home with me. I have a different outlook on what Chinese food really is now. Um, then something, it doesn't have to do with Chinese food, but eating in China. I mean, this is really us eating as a couple. We've been living in a very small space. We don't have a ton of dishes. And we also just have our own way we like to do things. And we we like to eat together. So we always eat together. We hardly ever have meals at different times. We eat together and we most often eat on the same plate too. And I think that's something we're going to take home home with us. It's yeah. intimate. It's nice. and We're going to get people talking. <laughs> <laughs> They've already been talking about us. <laughs> Why do you guys eat from the same plate? <laughs> people think I'm starving my husband, but 
<laughs> it was his it was his uh, suggestion so now i'm so used to it <laughs> yeah i think it's great it's good yeah it's it's really nice so yeah. things like that we'll definitely take home with us and i think the concept of eating with others and inviting people to your home that is something that i oh, really yeah. I really love. I'm going to take that with me. Cooking for Food others and inviting people over. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah but inviting people over to eat with us is, is really nice. So, takeaways? Takeaways. About sharing food. That's what I've learned about Chinese culture around or surrounding food. Mm. I think the way that they are... Eating places in their restaurants are even designed and structured is conducive for a group. Mm. You wouldn't even enjoy Chinese food just going alone, sitting on one round table, just big hot pot in front of you. There's something about it that just doesn't, you know, That's so true. go wild. It's it's designed to for you to come with someone, call someone. If you're going out to eat, it doesn't matter. Their food is going to be enough for you and your friend or your friends. And I think they've been, it's, it's just part of their culture. And I like that. The idea of going out together to eat from the same pot, from the same foods, whatever. And I think yeah. I've learned that a lot. Mm. And I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, actually, when we were talking about it, I was, we were talking about eating in eating. When we eat together, Thomas and I in our home, we eat off the same plate. And then we also talked about eating at friends' houses, but actually in restaurants. That's such a good point that it is structured in that way. If you order a dish, you won't be able to eat that dish by yourself. Or if you do, you could maybe finish one dish by yourself, but it's boring. It's not meant yeah. to be eaten that way. Yeah. You're supposed to order like five different dishes and then you eat a little bit of you each one. You don't enjoy it. Yeah. By the time you finish with one, you feel like, I don't want to eat It was too much again. of that yeah. particular dish. Yeah, you just pick, just pick, pick. A little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. Exactly. And it's nice. It's very communal, like you said. Like, And people use their chopsticks and they eat. There's no feeling like... I When I first came, I used to think about it. Like, do people think that... Like, you know, it's not hygienic or it's nasty or something. I used to think what people, I used to wonder what people were thinking in their minds, but now I don't even really overthink it. I just yep. eat together with people. Like we all eat off the same plates and stuff. Also, yeah. when we're at a restaurant with our friends, it's the same way. Chinese people and us together. Yeah. The, the communal eating is definitely a big takeaway. For me, another takeaway, let's see, Chinese food is very vast. There are so many different kinds of dishes. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of nasty ones. <laughs> and we've also had some great ones. And so, but I'm just overall really impressed with their cuisine. I know there are some things that I really didn't like and stuff like that, but I, I'm still impressed. I'm impressed with how, what, like the variety of foods that there are here in China and what China has to offer in terms of food. I really think it's impressive. Mm. Um, And I'll miss, like I said, some of it that I know that we don't typically have access to in America or it might be hard to find. I'll definitely miss some of that. Great. All right. We're just going to draw the curtain here. Thanks for staying with us. See you next time. We love you.